Good Saturday morning, horse racing fans. Thank you for tuning in to Today at Santa Anita. I am Eddie the Hat, and all of our podcasts are brought to you by horseracing-selections.com. If you haven't had an opportunity to do so, I highly recommend that you visit our website and get involved uh, with all the uh, different packages that we have, daily rates, weekend specials, deep discounted multiple day rates, Eddie the Hat's VIP play, and so much more, and it's all on horseracing-selections.com. Okay, let's get to the jockey and trainer standings heading into today. Uh, we have Juan Hernandez leading the way, 33 winners from 124 mounts at 27%. Ramon Vasquez, 21 winners from 120 mounts at 18%. Umberto Rispoli, 20 winners, 77 mounts at 26%. And then Hector Barrios and Tiago Pereira, each tied with 16. Barrios has 92 mounts at 17%, and Pereira 100 mounts at 16%. Okay, the trainer standings. Um, they are Phil D'Amato, top trainer, leading the way. 14 winners, 72 starters at 19%. Doug O'Neill, who had a good day yesterday, has now 13 winners from 60 starters at 22%. Two tied with 11. Mark Latt and Peter Erton. Peter Erton continues to fire on all cylinders, bringing back an eight, uh, seven or eight-year-old horse yesterday off an extended layoff for the win. Congratulations to that barn. Um, Mark Glatt, 11 winners, 56 starters, 20%. And then Peter Erton. 11 winners, 38 starters at 29%. And then we've got two tied with 10 to round it out. George Papavadromo, 69 starters, 14%. And Peter Miller, 65 starters at 15%. And that's your updated jockey and trainer standings as they are heading into today. Okay, nice 10 race card, folks. And uh, I got to tell you, you need to get out there and participate. Uh, the pick six carryover, the jackpot carryover is 123686 bucks. And if that's not enough to get you to participate, well, then I don't know what else is because we will be. That's for sure. Nice card, and it all starts at 1 p.m. All right, let's get to it. Uh, the first race, a mile and an eighth on the turf. This is the maiden special uh, weight event. It is for maidens, fillies and mares, three, four, and five years old. And we gave this a B race. Uh, this is a very interesting way to start off the day. Uh, you've got the three horse here nicely curved, which will be adding blinkers and trying turf for the first time with just a little bit of turfy breeding to make this 15 to one shot interesting. Uh, Heron Bay is adding blinkers for Neil Drysdale. Uh, making um, making her North American debut. And she's also getting 10 pounds off, so that's a nice welcoming here into the States. And then um, Irish Rose will be Neil Drysdale's third trained horse in here. He trains nicely curved, Heron Bay, and Irish Rose. So this is a very interesting first race to kick things off. Uh, the second race is a uh, six and a half furlong claiming event on the dirt for three or four year olds and up, uh, which have never won two races. We gave this a C race. And uh, this is an interesting 
uh, race to be sure. Uh, smiling at Val is returning off of an extended layoff. Interestingly enough, he is protected. He is not offered for the tag. Our best bet of the day comes in the second race here. So again, folks, if you want to get involved, visit us at horseracing-selections.com. The outside horse, Harbor Thunder, is taking off blinkers for Van Belvoir. This invading uh, colt from Turf Paradise is getting Serapio Figueroa to ride uh, in the second. Our free podcast play of the day comes right here in the next race, the third, a mile on the turf. It's a claiming event for fillies and mares, four-year-olds and up, and they are offered for a tag of $32,000, and we like the looks of the rail horse here, my favorite daughter, under Armando Aguilar, uh, Vladimir Sarin trains. Uh, the uh, daughter of Carp Diem is going to be getting in light, taking advantage of that seven-pound apprentice uh, allowance that uh, Armando Aguilar is riding with. She's already won over the course in her career. She's won for five, and uh, she's taking a significant drop in class. She was well-meant last time. Uh, a lot of talk about her uh, running well last time uh, at Santa Anita, and, of course, she was <laughs> in, a, in a much more competitive field. Uh, Hernandez rode her that day she just didn't fire so i think the connections are saying hey let's get realistic and let's drop her where she fits and fits fit she does because the last time she was at this level at a mile in the grass she won so we like my favorite daughter in the third race number one as your free podcast play of the day brought to you by horseracing-selections.com the fourth race is a mile and an eighth on the main track. This is the Santa Margarita Grade 2 $200,000 event. We gave this an A-. minus. This is really a, uh, well, let's face it, folks. They are manner, your two to five uh, morning line favorite. Um, if she doesn't win, who's going to? Um, she won very impressively last time. She's a very talented filly uh, from the uh, Bob Baffert barn. She continues to maintain her form. Uh, she was totally overmatched in a grade one um, towards the end of last year, the summer of last year. That was really her only dull effort uh, when she ran in that grade one, and she probably just didn't handle the, the, the race at par uh, race course and uh, just, well, ran up the track. So, But she's back in her home turf. Seven starts at Santa Anita. She's won four of them, three runners-up. Um, and uh, 10 lifetime starts, four wins, four seconds. She is the horse to beat. If you're going to try to beat her, good luck. Uh, you've got some other talented um, you know, fillies and mares in here, but um, if uh, Adair Manor brings her a game, she's going to be difficult. Smooth like butter, 10 to 1. Um, she's, she's a trier. She just, she just never wins, uh, but she'll pick up a check, so... Interesting race. That's the Santa Margarita. The fifth race, six furlongs on the turf. This is a maiden special uh, event race. And this is for cowbred or cow-sired maidens, three, four, and five years old. Draw a line through Granny's Ipa and Imperial Hornet. The one and two in here will not go. And uh, we gave this a B-plus race. Interesting race here. Um, because of the fact that you've got uh, a couple of first-time starters in here, um, McGregor Lake and uh, High Plains Drifter, and 
a pretty pretty open race. Your seven to two morning line favorite in here is Moon Ice. What does that tell you? Uh, this uh, this cold has wasted perfect trips in several of his career starts. He's 0 for 6, 0 for 5 here at Santa Anita with three runner-ups and two show efforts. I think she's a bridesmaid, and I think he'll probably take a lot of money in here. Um, and um, we're hoping he gets beat again So because we like somebody else in here uh, a little bit. So that's your fifth race. The sixth race is a six-furlong sprint race, maiden claiming on the dirt, maidens, three, four, and five-year-olds in for a tag of 20, and we gave this a C-plus race. Um, we have a new uh, feature on our sheet now. It is called a prime play, and basically what this is is it is a very, very solid wagering opportunity that we highlight uh, on our sheet. And uh, one of those horses, um, oh, it's brand new. It just started uh, today. It's an idea, a concept that we've play, been playing with for a while. Obviously, we have a best bet of the day um, every day on our sheet. But we thought, hey, you know, there's other horses on here that offer really good wagering opportunities. Let's highlight them. So we have started doing that with what we call a prime play. And the horse uh, will be... Uh, indicated with a PP after his name uh, when we pick him, and uh, such is the case here today in the six. Now, again, folks, uh, these horses are not three to five, four to five morning line favorites. These are horses that are a price, and we think that they have a very, very good price potential, and uh, we will uh, be releasing them uh, on a you know, on an as-needed basis, and uh, it debuts today in the sixth race. If you want in on that, horseracing-selections.com is where you should go. Uh, Pars and Birdies will be adding blinkers today for the first time. Gotcha Lookin' will be racing with Lasix for the first time, and Jimmy the Boot will be removing blinkers for the first time today. Uh, also drawn outside here, you've got Submission, who will be uh, returning today with the ultimate equipment change. He is a first-time gelding, and he'll also be racing with Lasix. That is Submission. All right, the seventh race is the Honeymoon, and this is your free handicapping seminar of the day. Uh, this is a mile and an eighth on the turf. Honeymoon, grade three, $100,000 event for fillies three years old. And let's break it down from the rail out. We have Broadway Girls <clears throat> at 8th and 1 with Antonio Fresu. Comanche Country, 3 to 1 with Umberto Rispoli. Pleasant Wave, 6 to 1 with Diego Herrera. Selena, 3 to 1 with Joe Bravo. Tea and Conversation, 8 to 1, Kent DeSormo. Paris Secret, 5 to 2 with Juan Hernandez. Fast and Shiny, 8 to 1 with Tiago Pereira. And Una Palabra, 30 to 1 with Ramon Vasquez. Okay, uh, Broadway Girls and Comanche Country. We did not use either one of the, these uh, these fillies. Uh, Broadway Girls um, just uh, really in her last race didn't really impress us all that much. She was able to get to the lead, set the fractions, and then she really just didn't look good late. Um, she lost a lot of ground the last 16th of a mile and um, gets a jockey change here with Antonio Fresu. Um 
been working good in the mornings since uh, over the Santa Anita training track, but uh, we didn't use the Broadway girls. Comanche Country is a horse that uh, really just kind of disappoints uh, a lot. Uh, her, um, she started out uh, her racing career. She came here from, from uh, Ireland and uh, rattled off three straight. And there was some whispers around her that uh, she could be something special, that she was a talented filly. And then she uh, made her next start in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Fillies, which was a grade one event, and got her head torn off in that race. Now, if you've listened to my podcasts before, you'll hear me talk a lot about horses that get vastly overmatched in races. And then they come back, and they're never quite the same. Uh, they run over their head, and she had, she entered that race with a lot of confidence, and uh, she just uh, just didn't fire. She was overmatched, didn't belong. And uh, she's come back since and just hasn't been the same filly. So uh, whether she'll bounce back in this spot here today is uh, yet to be seen. Uh, she was flattered by Mission of Joy, who came back and won her last race, and um, done a lot of shipping for for a three-year-old filly, and uh, we passed on her uh, today as well. Pleasant Wave, 6-1 to one with Diego Herrera. We used her as our second horse. Uh, she's coming off of a very impressive runner-up effort uh, to our top horse, which we'll get to in a second. And uh, she's got improving numbers, and she looks to be heading in the right direction now. And uh, I'll tell you, Diego Herrera will ride her hair off, and uh, she'll get a good trip, and she'll get a good ride from him. Selena uh, is your next horse at 3-1, to one, and we used her in the third hole. Uh, this is supposedly a very talented filly from the Jonathan Thomas barn. Uh, Thomas uh, hit with 22% of his starters last year, and uh, she's getting uh, stretched out in distance uh, to a mile and an eighth off of two flat mile wins at uh, the Meadowlands in, in Indiana Downs. Hey, um, she figures to, um, you know, she gets tested for class. That is definitely the, uh, the main thing uh, today. But we picked her um, as our third horse. TN Conversation, we think, is up against it as well. She's never faced the likes of these horses. And uh, interestingly enough, Kent DeSormo decides to take the call for Michael McCarthy. Very capable con uh, trainer. Very capable uh, jockey. She's 0 for 4 over this course, and she's going to be facing some very, very tough uh, fillies uh, this afternoon. Paris Secret, what can we say about her? Uh, when she uh, ran on March 18th, uh, she was our uh, Eddie the Hats VIP play. We got the price we wanted, but we just didn't get the cooperation from her. She got a horrible trip. She was off slow. She was boxed in. Kermura got off her, said, hey, I want to ride her next time. Well, he did, and uh, we got the race that we expected uh, from her uh, in her next start. We got a very nice 3-1 uh, to one on her. She's got improving numbers. She's very talented. We knew that going, um, you know, we knew that since she arrived from Ireland. But uh, she just needed a race, and now she's on the beam. She figures to fire big time again. Uh, she's already won at this distance where some of these fillies are trying it for the first time. She looks solid. That's Paris Secret. That's the horse we picked on top. Fast and Shiny and Una Palabra. We didn't use either one of these fillies. Uh, Bob Baffert's um, Fast and Shiny. Philly, let's face it, Bob's not the same trainer on the turf for some reason. Don't know why. 
but he was able to get this uh, daughter of Bernardini a win in the Angel Flight, which was an impressive win. She uh, subsequently came back as the um, two-to-one favorite in the Senorita, a grade three, and uh, prompted the pace and got tired uh, in that race late. And Una Palabra, 30-to-1, is going to be racing with blinkers. Van Belvoir, Ramon Vasquez, you got the right connections. But I think this horse is in over her head uh, this afternoon as well. So how do we see the honeymoon? We used Paris Secret on top of Pleasant Wave and Selena as your third horse. And that is your free handicapping seminar brought to you by horseracing-selections.com. We turn the page to the 8th. This is a mile event, an allowance optional claiming event uh, for cowbred or cow-sired fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up. In for a tag of 40, we gave this a B rating. Uh, this is a very solid uh, race here. The 8th is good field size, good competition. Uh, the 8th is something that you're definitely going to want to get involved in. The uh, ninth race is six and a half down the hill uh, on the turf, an allowance optional claiming event for four-year-olds and upward, and uh, in for a tag of 80. Another solid, solid race here, folks. There's some good races on the card, and uh, this is definitely an un uh, another one of them. Atomic drop on the outside, added front wraps uh, in his last race. And then finally, we turn to the 10th, um, a uh, mile and an eighth on the turf. This is a starter allowance event for three-year-olds and upward. We gave this a B race, and this is another good race to close out the day. Uh, good field size and good competitiveness uh, in the um, uh, in the tenth. We gave this a B again. So, um, and uh, actually, we do like a horse in here quite a bit. Uh, in the 10th. So get involved, folks. Uh, explain this audit. We'll be adding blinkers uh, for the first time. Okay, we have another little race in New York. That's called the Belmont. We're going uh, to give you our one, two, three here uh, just as a bonus uh, for listening. Uh, we don't obviously handicap these races on our card um, because they're not part of Santa Anita, but uh, we'll, we'll give you a bonus here. Uh, as our, you know, as, as, as listeners, um, we used, uh, we like Tappet Trice here. There's no secret. Um, very impressive in the Bluegrass, very impressive in the Tampa Bay Derby. And uh, just for whatever reason, just didn't get the trip, just didn't fire uh, in the Kentucky Derby. This $1.3 million purchase by Tappet uh, from Todd Fletcher is getting Luis Saez to ride. Uh, he's been coming back and working well since the uh, Kentucky Derby debacle. And we just flat out think he's going to love the mile and a half distance, uh, to be honest with you, with his breeding. And uh, shorter field size, he's going to get a better trip. We like Tappet Trice. Now, we used Forte in the two-hole, and I'm going to tell you why. When this horse was entered in the Kentucky Derby, we kind of knocked him a little bit. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why because uh, well first of all the note the note um, noteworthy uh, news is of course he's coming off of a bruised foot which scratched him from the Derby well that's healed that that really wasn't that big of a deal uh, he's come back and he's worked well but this is a guy that has had a very long campaign his last win in the Florida Derby was a race that 
he didn't have to win. Uh, that was a phenomenal performance when he beat Mage that race. Mage came back, of course, and won the Derby, uh, kind of flopped in the Preakness. But folks, and when all was said and done, if he had run third or fourth in that race, uh, he would have been forgiven for it with the trip that he got. He surged late. He looked very, very impressive. That race took a lot out of this guy. Now, he's had time to recover, recuperate, that's for sure. Uh, but um, he is on a downward decline with the numbers. And if I am correct, and if we're correct here in the office, we think he's going to get beat today in the Belmont. Just, you know, FYI. We used him second. Obviously, if you're playing exactas and exotics, you have to use them. By the two morning line, you know he's going to be hammered. And I just don't think he offers uh, that much value. And I think he's vulnerable. Angel of Empire, we used as our third horse. This horse ran, ran his race in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, he's adding blinkers uh, today. Kind of a move that we really don't like in, in, in a big race like this. We don't like when the trainers start monkeying around with equipment. Um, but uh, for whatever reason, we, we respect Brad Cox, and we're just going gonna to go with it. Uh, Flavion Pratt returns to ride him, and we think he also uh, is going to give a good account of himself here in the Belmont. So we used Tappet Trice on top of Forte and Angel of Empire. Um, no real, no real secrets, folks, because you know they're going to be well supported at the windows. But that's how we see it. Sometimes there's just not a lot of, not a lot of value. Um, and National Treasure, of course, the local horse who won the uh, Preakness, is coming back today as well, and uh, it will be a good race. And the race goes at around 7:02 Eastern, 4 o'clock our time. But you're going to want to tune in. Um, early so that you don't miss anything um these, you know these races never go on time but i'm just i'm just telling you uh tune in early so you don't miss out 402 pacific time all right that's going to do it for us on this saturday uh of course today is the 10th of june 2023 we'll be back with you tomorrow for another episode of today at santa anita until then this is eddie the hat cash those tickets and again if you need help visit us horseracing-selections.com. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your Saturday.